Welcome to The Binge Diaries with your host, Madison Victoria. If you love to discuss your most unpopular TV show opinions, stick around. It's about to get controversial. (laughs) Hey guys, welcome back to The Binge Diaries. This is Maddie, and today we have another special guest who has been on several reality TV shows, which... You know I'm all about those. So why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Maddie. So my real name is Amanda, um, but I also go by Ice. Yeah! And you, you might know me from um, some VH1 reality shows. Way back in the day, this was probably like, I don't know, 13 years ago, I was on Flavor of Love 3, and I was on I Love Money 2. Um, but from after being on those shows, I stuck with that name because um, I'm also in the radio industry and I've been doing radio for the last 16 years. Um, and I've gone over the, you know, over the air with the name Ice. And yeah, and now I'm here in Portland, Oregon. My job brought me here. So here we are. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I think it's crazy too that you went on that show. It was the I Love Money, right? Where they yeah. gave you that nickname. And no, it's Flavor just, of Love. Flavor yes. of Flav gave me that nickname. Which is like I went back and I watched that and I was like so that's how she got named Ice because we're on a show together like okay we'll talk about that later but yeah newsflash that's how I met Ice um <laughs> and I was beep, like beep, 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 beep. yes I was like how did this girl get the name Ice <laughs> what on oh, there it, it was, was so it was really, interesting it was really funny because you know if if you were around like because I'm 34 years old and so like if you're my age you know that those shows were very popular on VH1. There was Real Chance of Love. There was I Love New York. There was uh, Mandy Wants a Millionaire. Or all of those spinoff shows, Rock of Love. And they all gave the contestants nicknames. But for some reason, on our last season of Flavor of Love, Flav was just like, I'm going to give you the opportunity to name yourselves. And I was like, I, I started freaking out. I was like, uh, I don't know. What the fuck? And so I was like, I was like, all right, bet. And so I was like, hey, Flav. I'm like, you can call me vanilla because I'm one flavor you'll never forget. And he pauses and he looks at me up and down and he's like, yeah, I'm calling you ice. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) So vanilla, vanilla, ice, ice. I'll take it, dude. Well, and it's so funny because like now after knowing you as ice, I would never call you Amanda. (laughs) Right. And, And dude, a lot of my friends like, People who know me from the show or from radio just call me Ice when I, because I'm from Detroit originally and I started radio in Detroit. And so when I started there, I was Paris because my boss thought I looked like Paris Hilton. Glad that name changed. So my, so a lot of my friends still call me Paris. A lot of my friends call me Duty. A lot of my friends call me Dude Man. I have so many <laughs> nicknames, dude. So I'm just like, whatever you know me by, just call me that, dude. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's my name. Wear it out. Whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. So what made you originally want to get into reality shows? Not specifically like any of them, but just reality in general. Yeah, I love reality television for one. I just, it's entertaining. I love getting to see people from all across the world do crazy challenges and try and fall in love. And I was like, well, I want to do that. But the main reason why I I went on Flavor of Love I was just starting out in radio and we would host club nights, you know, every, every night of the week. And one Sunday night at Tonic Night Club in Pontiac, Michigan, they had like an open casting call for Flavor of Love 3. Yeah. And I'm just like, I was like laughing at it. I'm like, ah! I'm like, who the hell would go on that show? 
and Millen, shout out to Millen, he was actually hosting that night and he's like, you should try out for that show. Cause I was just interning and just like starting on my career. Yeah. And I, and I was like, he might be right just to get exposure and to yeah. get my name out there and to like, kind of like start my own brand as whoever I'm trying to be, you know? And so never in a million years that I think I would ever get on a reality TV show, but I went through with the casting and, you know, I was like, yeah, man, I'm like, I drink Coke 45. I smoke black and miles. Like I love flavor flame. Like you should be good to be on the show. I was like shaking my ass in the casting video. I don't know what I was doing. And I ended up getting chosen. And then I watched that back now and I was so young and I wish I was the person who I was today on that show. Cause I would have been more vocal and I would have just, I don't know. I, I same with, I love money. Like I, I feel like I would have like stood up for myself more if I would have just like lived life a little longer, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But being on those shows was definitely just like an eye-opening experience. And it really created a passion for reality TV. And, you know, now, like I said, it's been 13 years. Like I've been watching Survivor with my mom and my dad for, I don't know, I don't know, since season one, probably, dude. And then Big Brother, I started watching Big Brother and started getting into that reality TV. And then when MTV was popular with the real world, you know, road rules, I was watching all of that. So yeah, reality TV has always just been there for me, The Bachelor. And now I'm like watching Love Island and it's like, I would love to be a part of it, but if I can still sit back and watch the show for entertainment, like I'm cool with that too. So yeah, I just got a love for reality TV. I think it's interesting too that you specifically, even like back at, like when you went on 13 years ago, in your mind, you were like, hey, this is how I can build a brand for myself. Because I don't know, with The Bachelor, I feel like The Bachelor is almost like the new VH1. ABC is like taking over a lot of what they used to do. And especially with the popularity of it. And a lot of the contestants get flack for going on the show to create a different sense of what they want to be after yeah. the show goes on. But I've always thought of it as the, like, that's a super smart way of just getting to where you actually want to be instead of like the life you have already created for yourself, especially yeah. if you want to be in the entertainment industry, because it's so hard to get into. And it so really if someone will cast you in a reality show and after that you have a platform to literally do anything after that show, why wouldn't yeah. you do that? <laughs> That's exactly, and that's exactly what I, you know, I was like, well, I'm in radio and I plant, like, that's the only thing, radio is the only thing I've ever known. And it's like, yeah. if this can help expose me, you know, to the world, who knows what kind of doors that's going to open or exactly. opportunities or networking possibilities. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. yeah, and it's dude. like, we're in the age nowadays where it's like, if you want something, you can create any job you want, as long as you have the influence to be able to have somebody reach out to you and you could tell them what you want. So yeah. I think that was incredibly smart of you. And I don't know why you got so much flack on that show for literally telling the truth. <laughs> no, dude, exactly. And that's what I said. You know, I was like, look, I'm like, I'm here. It's, it's interesting because reality TV, they do they do want you to cause drama. They do want you, you know, they need to boost ratings. So they will find a storyline and they will run with that and manipulate it and twist it in how they want it to air. Radio station and I was like calling, you know, my, my friend Bo back, back in Detroit. But really those were our off days and I didn't know there was a camera watching me on the phone and I was just shooting the shit, dude. But they turned that into the story. Like mm -hmm. I was only there to be on my radio show, which 
turned out to be a pretty good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad at you where you wanted to be. Exactly, girl. So when you are on the show, did you have any idea of what your edit was going to be like? Or did they kind of leave you on the dark on that? They kind of leave you in the dark a little bit. I do remember I was like in a room, in one of the rooms, because there's so many rooms in, in those homes that they yeah. put you up in. And one of the um, one of the people from the production team was like, yo, so-and-so is talking about this. You should probably go. You know what I'm saying? So they kind of like feed you a little, like not all of it. They just feed you a little bit. So then that way you continue the, the storyline, you know? Yes. But you now for the most part, like, we don't know what the challenges are ahead of time. We don't know, you know, how they're going to eliminate us. Like that's all just, we just kind of show up and go with the flow. And you didn't know that you were going to be portrayed as like the first like villain in the house for a little Yeah, bit. not at all, dude. <laughs> I went in there like, yo, this is cool, man. I went skydiving. I got to go ice skating, rolling around in limos, free food, free boots. <laughs> <laughs> It was life, dude. And I was just, I was just enjoying it. You yeah. Know? I, th- I think that's what I was rather than thinking of what it was going to, because I was so young, but now it's like, now you see how things are produced and now you mm-hmm. see how storylines are, you know, created. And now thinking back and I'm like, okay, I get it now. I get it. Did it shock you when it aired or were you kind of expecting it after you got eliminated? I was shocked. I really was shocked. I, I, I had a feeling I was going to get eliminated early just because of the way I did come off, mm-hmm. you know, real and honest of like, Hey, I don't know you. I'm here to get to know you. If we fall in love, great. If we don't, I'm cool with that too. And so I really think that played a part of me getting voted out early. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, I didn't expect it. I kind of felt that it was going to come, but I didn't think it was going to come that soon. Yeah. I see what you mean. Because yeah. when you went into it, were you initially attracted to Flav? Or were you kind of just like, ah? <laughs> uh, no, I was not attracted to Flavor Flav. But I will say, getting to know him and like having conversations with him and riding in a limo with him to go skydiving and skydiving with the man, like regardless of looks, and this is like a lesson to learn too, it's like you don't know how you're going to feel about somebody uh, yes, initial attraction. I believe me. I want somebody who's very attractive. But like getting to know somebody, like <laughs> it actually, it actually made him like look a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Attractive because he was so cool and he was so down to earth and so genuine. And you know, I I think I told you this when we were on our other show together, which we'll get to. But when I so I'm from Detroit, and there's <clears throat> this music festival that happens every Memorial Day weekend, and it's called Movement and Public Enemy, which is he's the hype man for that yeah. group not anymore. Some shit went down with that. But But he was, I was in backstage in the VIP area because I have a lot of friends who are VIP and photographers and security. And I'm back there and, uh, you know, he comes off the stage and one of my friends who's a photographer was like, yo, Flav, that's ice. And this was probably like five or six years after the show. And he turns around and he was like, that is ice. And he comes walking back and like shoots the shit, you know, for a little bit, wanted me to come back on the bus. But I was like, I was all fucked up. I'm like, I'll see you later, dude. But it just goes to show you that like, he was cool, man. You know, yeah. he was a real person. He was very genuine. Very genuine. But was I attracted to him? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you made a friend. Like he'll probably always remember you. Oh my gosh. Remember you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm cool with that. Exactly. Cause at the end of the day, like, 
I don't know. I always think about this with The Bachelor and stuff like that, too. How many people actually end up in, like, marriages from that show? No, like, slim to none, dude. Yeah. Slim to, you, you got more hookups on Big Brother and marriages on Big Brother than you yes. do The Bachelor. Well, exactly. <laughs> like, Bachelor in Paradise, Big Brother, Love Island, stuff like that, yeah. where you have so many people who are just horny. Like, that makes sense. But when it's just, like, one person with, like, 20 people all fighting for the same person – it's yeah. definitely not authentic and people know that <laughs> exactly and it's awkward and i'm straight <laughs> that's <laughs> it <laughs> okay so if you were to like apply for a reality show today yeah what knowing that you or knowing what you know now what do you think you had the best chance of going on and like having fun with and maybe winning yeah i definitely because of what I do for a living in, in being in the radio industry and having to, and I have a degree in communication studies. And so it's like talking to people is definitely one of my strengths and, you know, being open to listening as well as another strength of mine. And so like, I've, and I'm not going to lie, I've been living in Portland, Oregon now for the last six years. And I've tried out for survivor the last five, I think five. Yeah. Five of the last times they uh, came into casting at the Shinnequins casino. Yeah. So I've tried out for survivor because I really, but then again, I think about that and I'm like, damn, could I really stay on a fucking island for 30 days and not eat shit but rice and fish? And like, I don't, and like watch them cut off a chicken's head. Like, I don't know if I could do that. But I want to say that I can, you know? So I've tried out for Survivor. Uh, Big Brother, I've tried out for Big Brother. Uh, the Circle, I've tried out for The Circle. Yeah. That, that show on Netflix because I love that show. Um, and I also tried out for Love Island. And there was also a show, I haven't seen it yet air, but it's like, your pet is your wingman. So I was trying to make smoke man like my wingman. So like, I feel like shows like, like that, like shows where you have to talk to people or, you know, strategize and like, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a comp beast. I'm, I'm competitive and I, I love to compete, but I've, I'll probably come close. I, I don't know if I'll win challenges, but I'm definitely good at talking with yeah. people and building relationships. And so I feel like any one of those shows that I tried out for, I, I think if I were to get on, I would have a really, really, really good chance of, of winning. I also tried out for Wheel of Fortune too. Because <laughs> <laughs> yo, dude, I fucking love that show, man. That's so fun. Oh my gosh. Uh, I will love to say that I would love to watch you on any of those shows. I think, I think you would do really good on Big Brother. I think so too, because after our recent experience of what mm -hmm. we just went through, it's very similar to Big Brother and the game that is played on that show. And I, I think so too. And, and I did try out for Big Brother once, but they never picked me. <laughs> so well, I guess that will just lead us into our most recent thing. Do you want to describe the process of getting into that? Yeah, so... I mean, should we say what it's called? I yeah, guess, I, I was right? like, Jordan already gave us permission to start advertising, so we yeah, might as well. exactly. <laughs> so we were approached uh, individually and for a show called Cybersecurity, and obviously with COVID and the pandemic and everything going on, it's all going to be online, and I thought that was super cool. So I was flying back from Detroit, back to Portland, and I'm looking at my Dude It's Ice email because I never really get emails from that because it's just attached <laughs> to my website, so I was like, what the hell? And it was an email from Jordan, uh, the producer of, of this reality show that we were on. And 
basically saying like, Hey, I love your personality. I love your vibe. I love your energy. I love what you bring to the table. I'm like starting this project and I would love for you to like be a part of, you know, season one. And I'm like, what? And me having a love for reality TV and a love for in, even though it wasn't on TV and it was all done by a Skype, like I was still so interested in it. And I, I want, and what, the else, what else am I doing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not doing shit else. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. And so, you know, that was back in April. And then, um, I, I really didn't know what to expect as to who the other cast members were going to be, but I was open to meeting everybody and feeling everybody out. And, you know, when that day one happened, I was like, holy shit, like this is happening. Like there's 20 people on Skype right now and we're all going to compete, you know, for this, for this money prize. And yeah, we ended up, you know, meeting each other. And I'm so glad we did, dude. (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. It's funny because I feel like us two are like the people who like have been like trying to do this stuff for the longest. Obviously you've been doing it for like 16 years, which is incredible. (laughs) And like, I've been, I've been doing it since like middle, I've been acting since like middle school, like having like an agent and stuff since then. So I'm like, I feel like that's like, like, without us knowing it, we had, we both had like that background of like liking to entertain and having like that sort of like, we like to talk to people. We like to like feel each other out, but also like, we like that sort of energy. And so I was like, I always knew that, but we couldn't talk about like specifics about our lives without giving too much away. So it's funny because we didn't know much about anybody in the show. And then we also connected with this girl who is a professional flutist. (laughs) Yo, as as soon as she said that, I was like, yo, this chick is cool as hell, dude. And then just with like her pink chair and her pink headphones, I'm like, I want to fucking rock with this chick. Right? I I love how she didn't tell anybody that she was a gamer, but you could so tell that she was. (laughs) You knew, dude. You knew. So yeah, her name is Lillian. Shout out to Lillian because she's a fucking badass. Dude, and I was talking to her the other day because... Jordan, cause so now that the show is over, we're now starting, you know, the production process and we've been putting out little uh, episodes here and there are little phone conversations in the phone conversations Lillian and I had. And I wish you were on that phone call, Maddie, because I was like, holy shit, but like our faces, but dude, she lives in Texas and I want to come visit you, but we should also go visit her too. That, that would, cause she lives in Houston, dude. Like that is such a cool town. I would love that. Hell yeah. Oh my gosh. We could go to a rodeo. <laughs> Maybe I'll put on some cowboy boots. Yeah, I have them. I have them, dude. Oh my God, I don't. <laughs> oh my, okay. So from your perspective, or for, yes, from your perspective of the game, because this game, for people who are listening, we can't like tell you exactly what happens, right. but would you say that it's like kind of a mix between like Big Brother, Survivor, and anything else i don't know how to for me for me it really resonated with big brother the most because it's all about social it's all about social and it's challenges and then putting somebody up for elimination and then eliminating and then 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 it starts all over again Mm -hmm. challenge elimination some and then somebody's in in, you know in power and so to me that really you know connected me with big brother and so that's kind of where like i came into the game and I'm like, okay, this is kind of like that. So yeah. if I watched those shows and I know how I would play that show, maybe I can play this that way. And that's just how it came to be. And so my strategy going in 
Which he never played my my casting video. I Dang know. It. So I'm pissed. I know. I'm like, what the hell? So hopefully we get to see our, our casting videos. But um, my strategy going in was to get to know people yeah. and find people who I knew I could trust. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To get me down the road. And I'm also very good at like trying to be friends with everybody, but you can't be friends with everybody yep. to get you to the end. You can be friends with everybody in the beginning, but come down the road. You gotta, you gotta cut some people out, man. <laughs> and, and I had to do that to some people and it, it felt really bad because like you build these connections and you, and you start to have personal connections with people outside of the game. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where the hard part is. But one lesson that I did learn, and I also learned this in my professional career as well. Sometimes you have to leave the emotion out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's and a, I, it's so true. It's, it's yeah. And that's if, if anybody listening to this right now wants to go on those shows, have emotion and show empathy, but also know when you got to handle business, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, did your strategy ever change? My strategy did not change because When I started the game, the relationships that I had built with the people that I had built in the beginning Mm -hmm. and those, those particular relationships stayed true Mm -hmm. for me throughout the game. And so I, I stayed true to those relationships and also created new ones, Mm -hmm. you know, with people who I necessarily didn't have that close of a relationship with in the beginning towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so true about like, especially competition (laughs) games because Dude. in the beginning, it's important for everyone to feel like you're their friend. And that's what is like good about being able to build strong social ties. But then you have to like really take a look and discover like who you actually feel the closest bond with. And then yeah, be able to like maneuver that yeah. versus like who you just want to make feel like your friends and like but actually yes. you're willing to come yeah. <laughs> that and and that was really hard for me dude because i hate i hate drama and i hate arguing and i i i'm not one to cause fights like i don't want anyone to be mad i don't want anybody like you'll see when you watch this show you'll see some conversations i had with some people that i was like oh Ooh. man i, I pissed them the fuck off and i felt really bad but like Sometimes, and that's something that I learned from I Love Money because I truly feel that if I would have stuck up for myself in that game towards the end where I got voted out, I probably could have won that game. Mm-hmm. And so that I learned that I learned that lesson, and that had helped me in this game to where when it came to the where it came down to it, I'm not gonna, I don't want to give it away, but when it came down to it, I chose to do what was best for my game and not an alliance Mm -hmm. because that's really why you're there to win for you well and that's another question i had for you because that was the point you brought up a lot in the game was that you need to work for yourself instead of an alliance but you still need to form alliances and so my question for you is for people who might be interested in being in a reality show who might be cast in one or anything like that do you suggest forming an alliance? And then if so, or if no, why? Yeah, I, I definitely suggest it because you can't, 
yeah, you can do the work and you can put it in and you can try and get there by yourself. But I think it's always, it's helpful to have other people that one, support you and two, have your back and three could act as shields. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but it's like, you don't want to have, you can have as, as many alliances as you want, but you should find people and maybe like two to three people tops. You know what I'm saying? That you do feel a hundred percent trustworthy with mm -hmm. to try and go all the way to the end with because in the beginning you could be in like an alliance with two people then you could be in an alliance with those two people and two other people which is fine you know because you do want to try and get to a certain point of the game but you know you definitely want to stay true to at least one or two people in the game to help get you to uh the end point you know because yeah if you're on a if you're on an island by yourself dude like you're most likely going to get taken out and, you know, but if you're aligned with people and those people trust you and those people <clears throat> can then go to other people and say, Hey, like, no, we're, we're keeping ice this week. Let's go for this person. So it, it helps maneuver you through the game. I feel like, um, and it also helps as being shields, but then it, it is hard. It is hard when you get towards an end of a game because you still want to stay true to those people. So then that's when you need to I don't want to say necessarily turn it off, but like, I don't know. You got to kind of know when to go with your gut for your own game versus the Alliance, mm -hmm. you know? And, and I think if you go to to the end with the people who you trust that said Alliance, those people should understand that because yeah. they should be doing the same thing, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you kind of want to have a common goal with the people you align with. And then, you know, the other alliances that you have, I'll just say like throwaway alliances, like just use it for the, use it for what you need it for. And then, but still stay true to the people, you know, you, you really trust. Exactly. I think that's very good advice. <laughs> yeah, I think so because it worked for me. So I mean, advice, advice, dude, if it works for me, it might work for you. I don't know. I love that. Hashtag advice. <laughs> advice. Yeah, that's my shit. That's it. I think it worked. I think it really played a part in your game too, dude, because you know, like, yeah, you, you did pretty well. Your, your social game was, was on point. And I think that's why you and I clicked so well because we're similar in that way, but also just like our personalities kind of mesh. And I, I think that really played a part of it too. If you can see yourself aligning with somebody, you can see yourself being friends with outside of the game. Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge plus because yes. those are the people, you know, you can trust the most. Exactly. Well, that's the thing too, is like, cause there were several people in the game who I like knew like almost instantaneously, like, because like you said, this was all online. And so you had to initially start Skype calls with people you've never met before. Yeah. Like awkward first dates, you know, yes. <laughs> life right there. It and really was. It was so awkward because there's people who you'd get on a call with and it would just be uncomfortable, like silence yeah. for like certain times. And then there's people who you would automatically click with. And so those are yep. people who I initially was like, okay, so I might be able to have alliances with them. But then there were certain people, like our initial alliance, yeah. like you and Lillian, who I was just <clears throat> automatically like, I could talk for a whole hour and a half, two hours with them right away, never uncomfortable. This right. is weird. And yeah. so I knew I could be friends with you guys also outside. And when we talked strategy, that flowed so well. We all felt the same way about same things and got same gut feelings about things. Yeah. And so the other people who I had formed alliances with 
it was like you were saying where it was like we would have certain game goals but like our conversations outside of the game didn't flow as well or if we had conversations and it went good but as soon as we talked game we didn't necessarily agree it's like okay you have different alliances but the ones that you 100% trust are the ones that like everything flows great and that's when you know (laughs) no absolutely I agree with everything you just said for real because there are some people that I'm like yeah okay you're cool but I'm gonna just act like I'm in this alliance (laughs) with you but like when it came to you like I everything that I told you was the truth dude you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. same with Lillian same and it was just like I don't know it's gonna be so interesting watching this season back because like there's so much lying you have to do in this game too and it's gonna be so awkward to be like oh yeah watch back and be like holy shit why did I say that and that does that person (laughs) think I hate them because I say that exactly that's the thing that sucks the most because you don't want to be portrayed as like some asshole. Yes. But, like, <laughs> but like, that's the game. I don't know. Like you gotta, that it's just a social game and you mm-hmm. gotta talk about people and you gotta talk about personalities and who you want to take with you. And like, yes. that's, that's the nature of the game. And when you know certain people don't like each other, when you go on that call with that person, of course you're going to validate their feelings and then yes. you're going to do the same thing with the other person. And so when people watch it, they're going to be like, wow they're a snake or they're a bitch or whatever in reality you're just like I just knew what you were thinking and I wanted you to trust me like it was nothing personal ever 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 and some people are very emotional players some people are very logical players some people are a mix of both and so you just really had to cater your game towards everybody else if you were like us and you were very social (laughs) exactly dude yeah that really played a huge role in us uh for this game for sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was like i know that you did a fan freaking tastic job and i would just like say it was an honor meeting you and i'm so glad that we got to be friends after this (laughs) yes i was so jealous every time you would call me and we would hop on calls and i'm like where the hell are you at i'm at the pool i'm like bitch (laughs) i'd be at that pool because when i lived in indiana i had a pool in my apartment complex and that's where i was every fucking weekend so yeah like dude you like i want to come visit you so bad and you got to come visit me and we yeah it's gonna be great it's really gonna be great yeah oh my gosh this is this is gonna get cut out but um because i've been auditioning for this film that's gonna be in like washington it's called like orcas island or whatever and that's so close it's not like that's right you told me about this you told me about Mm -hmm. this yeah but it's very it's like probably like three hours from you so like if i go there and then i could like hop on over there and like hang out with you for a little bit i was like yeah exactly or i could run a car and come fucking see you like whatever so fun that'd be so dope dude (laughs) (laughs) but we are at the 30 minute mark so i'm going to cut this off but well i'm just gonna (laughs) stop the recording (laughs) (laughs) we i have a feeling we could just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk i know we're 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 obnoxious it's fine like a five hour long podcast (laughs) honestly we would that was like how our alliance chats went anyways so it's fine so much fun but But you're Going back to what you said, I'm really proud of the game that you played too. And I, it was an honor getting to meet you and getting to know you as a person. And I can't believe you're 10 years younger than me. It doesn't even <laughs> seem like that. And, you know, just for anybody listening, age is just a number. Get to know people for who they are. And you'll never know who will, you know, you'll become friends with outside. Exactly. Of it. Oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> and I, do you have any like thing you want to promote for yourself on here? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, like, like we talked about in the beginning, I, I do a radio, but you can hear me on a radio station out here in Portland, Oregon called Live 95.5. Um, and I uh, am the program director now officially of the radio station. And, and, uh, if, if you know you're out on the water or you're just hanging out in the backyard and you want to listen to a cool playlist, um, you know, Live 95.5, you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, or you could also find us on TuneIn radio.com. You could go to live955.com. So definitely check out uh, my radio station and find me on socials. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at dude. It's ice. D U D E I T S I C E dude. It's ice. And you can find my cat smoke man. He's dude. It's smoke man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love that. And everything yeah. will be linked down below. So it'll be very easy for you to find it. Well, Ice, thank you so much for being on this podcast. You were a pleasure talking to. Yes, of course, Maddie. And I can't wait to see what the future holds for the both of us because I just know it's going to be great. And I hope we both end up on Big Brother together. (laughs) If we do, we don't know each other. (laughs) Hell, I'll be like, I don't know who that chick is. Whatever. She's psycho. (laughs) What? So good, dude. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Binge Diaries with your host, Madison Victoria. Subscribe for more podcasts and follow me on YouTube at Madison Victoria for more content. See you next week.